Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Well, here we are into a brand new year, and I'm going to ask a pretty major question right now. Are you surviving or are you thriving? Are you just getting by in life? Or are you really feeling that elated joy, that fascination of life, that curiosity, that fun, that just, this is wonderful. I can't wake up. I can't wait to wake up in the morning. You should be feeling the latter. If you're not, we're going to dig into that with somebody who is a certified clinical hypnotherapist, NLP practitioner. She's a life coach. She has found the I'm going to say the proverbial fountain of youth, and she's back with us. Barbara Scheidegger is on the program. Barbara, welcome back. How are you? Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, and you're starting it in the mountains, I think you said, like 10,000 feet up? Yes, and it's beautiful, snowing, and it's good to reset my buttons. I love that. I can I can feel your relaxed energy on the phone with you. And I, and I just, I, I even have a visual of where you are right now. It's just uh, almost like not a true care in the world, just enjoying the snow. The rest of us, we look at snow, oh. it's like, oh gosh, I got a shovel. How am I going to get to work and all of that? You're enjoying it, right? Yeah. You see, you, 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 you just uh, hit the keyboard. I got a shovel. It's going to be cold. Uh, I'm going to be freezing. Uh, I see, oh, I, gonna, I have to shovel. That's good for my body and my health. I'm going to be freezing. No, finally I can wear my warm clothes and uh, cuddle up and have the, the fireplace going and uh, have a hot cocoa. It, it's just mm. the way you look at it. So yeah, now you're warm, right? Uh, <laughs> totally. And, 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 and I think you just nailed the difference between surviving and thriving. We can exactly. survive a snowstorm. Or we can thrive yeah. in it, and it sounds like you're thriving in it. Um, yeah. How do we make that determination that we need to make a change? If we just feel kind of lifeless, like nothing's going on? You have to realize that you feel lifeless, you know. It's, the lifelessness is, is routine. You know, you get up in the morning, you have your coffee in the morning, uh, you sit in the car, you drive, to, you drive to work or wherever you need to do. Whatever you do is then becomes a routine, and you don't see your environment anymore. And besides that, routines, that's when accidents happen mm. because you're so used to, to just look forward and not see on your side vision that, yeah, then you, you become unhealthy, and that's our, then the lifestyle you have. Uh, it is surviving, is looking... Uh, looking at what can I do to make it better and go on in the day and what can I change. Just living and existing, it's just going on with in, do in the dark, I would say. And that can be changed and everything is a mind game. It's exactly what I said before. You tell me, well, I have to shovel and I have to be cold and I'll be cold and my hands are freezing, and I said, hey, shoveling is good, keeps me in shape, mm. and I have really good warm gloves, I want to test them right now, how long I can be outside without freezing my hands off, <laughs> Let's, so that's a mind game, it, it's in your mind. I want to look at that, just what you said, all right, routine, it's part of our lives, 
Yeah. It, it, it's almost you can't get away from it. But that being said, how do you how do you navigate? How do you navigate that? You know, routine. It's, it's um, I don't you know, I I say we shouldn't have routines. We have to be in the zone every morning. It's not a, it's a, it's in the zone being what do I have to do when I get up? That we start already thinking about, oh yeah, I'm getting up. Uh, look, my, my let, let me give you my example. I go in the in bed in the evening, and I'm always thankful and reflect of the day, what was good and not what was bad. I'm thankful for the good hot cocoa I had. I'm thankful for the smile I got from a stranger. I'm thankful for my health. And then I go to bed, and I get up in the morning, and oh my God, I look out, it's snowing. That's cool. Uh, let's change today. Well, maybe I, I wear my thicker coat. Uh, I make my tea, and I said, whoa, today I drink my tea on this couch because I can see outside my, the, the way it's snowing. You see, it, it's a, a kind of routine, but with, um, with detours, <laughs> I would say. Mm. I am seeing it in a different way as we talk. And what I mean by that is routine, let's just say you got to start your day. You got to go outside. Maybe you got to shovel snow off your car. You got whatever it might be, but look at it in a different way. All right. You know what? Tomorrow I got to get out there and do it. I'm going to wear a different coat or I'm going to try it a different way. I'm going to start the car first. I'm going to changing up the routine, even though it is the same routine, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it just makes it a little more. I guess the best word is interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, uh, it, it's uh, it's it, it's it's the thought you have. You know, it's in the morning when you get up with, with your thought. You're in, you're in control with your thought. Everything is a mind game. And if you get up in the morning and just you're telling yourself, "I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy." you can rewire your brain in a, in, in, a, in a positive aspect. And then it requires imagination in a positive aspect. And with that imagination, you can commit and you take action. And then you have discipline to go on with that good feeling for, for the whole day. So it's all up to the person how they want to live their life. And if they have, I know it, it's, if they have problems, I know it's hard sometimes just to, to rethink, to reset your, your thought. That's where I come in and can help. <laughs> um, you've already done that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just our conversation here. Um, how do you know what capacity you have? When we talk about surviving and thriving, uh, when we, when we look at thriving, how much do we know is possible? Or do you take it from the, the standpoint as um, anything is possible? It just gets, it, it, it's endless. Uh, it, it's like, you know, uh, let me just tell you a story. Uh, there was a meeting, a business meeting, and everybody agreed that in that meeting that this project is impossible to do. So they were all agreeing condition that no, it's impossible. One 
person was missing in that meeting and just walked in an hour later, went and, and just did it. He, he did that project without, you know, knowing it's impossible. Mm. So I say we get conditioned. And I say everything is possible. There's always a way to go and, and do it, but it's just too easy to step back and find that way to that. No, it's not possible. Instead of saying, yes, but uh, it's hard. It will be hard, but we'll get there. And once we get there, our life is going to be much easier. Um, I think that's the part we forget, that it, it will be easier because getting there isn't usually that easy. Yeah. I mean, look, you, 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 you want to do a, a, a 10K. You want to run a marathon. You do know it's going to be hard. You do know you have to take the first step. Everything starts with the first step. And then the next step and the next step. And then suddenly you run and you run and you, you feel like, wow, I'm like a machine. I can go in. The first step is the hardest step. And that's why we find excuses not to do it. It's just too hard. But when we overlook that first step and we think about the end goal and how we are going to feel once it's done, first step is the best step ever. Mm. Can, you, can you look at a time in your life where you felt you were just surviving but not really thriving? Oh, yeah, yeah, it happened. <laughs> I, I remember that, and I felt like, you know, when we just, in that thing, ah, I'm just surviving and not thriving, it's like I, I fell in the victim uh, mentality, Oh my God! Poor me. I'm, why me? And uh, now uh, it's me, and I'm the only one who's suffering. Yes, I got that. Uh, I have to say, just after my divorce, when my life just changed dramatically. You know, I, I had a business. I ran it for 25 years. I was. I had a purpose. I had. Uh, I took care of people. I took care of business, of finances. I was a machine, completely. And that just stopped after my divorce because I gave, I handed the business over to my son and I gave up a lot just for my freedom. But when I woke up in the morning, I, I had that thing, oh my God, what do I do now? Now, did I do it wrong? Is it, uh, what, did, what did you do to yourself? Are you nuts now? What is your life all about? And uh, I felt like a nobody until... A friend of mine came and said, hey, girl, wake up here. Look, you achieved a lot in your life. You, in 25 years, you built an enormous business. You helped people. You speak five languages. Uh, you have a great education. And you raised two fantastic kids. There's nothing wrong with that. Now we're just going to know. We just have to look into what's next. What do you want to do? Now, you, basically, you're not a nobody. You, you're in the free zone. You can do whatever you want. And what is that? And I had to figure that out. And I said, yeah. So I sat down and I looked back, reflected on my life, and said, wow, I did a lot of things and I was successful. And I'm still successful. And I will continue to be successful. And I found exactly what I wanted to do, that actually I need to go back to school. 
And then I heard, oh, you're 54 years old. Are you nuts to go to school? I said, what, what does this age have to do with that? I want to learn. My, I have still a brain that works. I still have legs that spring somewhere. I'm healthy. Uh, uh, I started to eat right. I started to even pay more attention to my body and my health. And that felt the difference. And I said, this is driving me now too until my, the end of my days. I never will give up because I know what we can do it no matter how old you are or how old I am because I was even at the doctors, oh, you know what, you're 59. Women of your age tend to have that problem. No, it has nothing to do with age. I just have, I cut the virus and that expanded in my body and I had to get rid of that too. So I had to think, I had to try that I, I will be healthy, I will learn more, and I will bring that to other people so I can help them too. So uh, I needed a kick in the butt from someone else too. Mm. <laughs> Is that what did it for you? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you, that's why I say uh, there's nothing wrong to ask for a helping hand. And there's nothing wrong to ignore other people who just put you down and say, hey, you're, old, you're too old for that. You just get rid of them. And look in the mirror. Start, you know, you, you, you're doing a great job at work, but do a better job at working on yourself. Mm. And then you get out of it. So did you feel at that point that you were kind of, I guess, best description, kind of beat down, that you, you, oh. it, it was just tough to rise above? Oh, yeah. It was hard. I, uh, I, I, I was lost, completely lost. But then uh, when, when, I, when my friend talked to me, I had to put the pieces together again. And uh, I got help. I, I, I went to that that is exactly what I'm doing today. I'm a hypnotherapist. Uh, I'm a life coach. I went and did uh, through an advice to my a friend, why don't you do hypnotherapy? I went and took a session. One session was enough to me to, uh, to turn on the light switch. Mm. And then it was like, wow, I need more of that. That's why I say it. Sometimes we just sit here and think, and oh, I'm uh, I'm so alone and uh, I'm lonely, and no, there's no help for me. There is help. Go out there and get help. Talk to a good friend, and not not to somebody that you that just will uh, diminish you. You know, it's not you can't know everything, but you can learn at any age of your life. You can learn. Look, it's it's a uh, how come that we have a president that's over 80 years, he's over 80 years old and he's still running around? How come there is a 60-year-old woman or man who can't even move anymore? Why? What, what, why? Because they don't have a drive anymore. They, they, they feel like this is it. Why would I be healthy now? If I'm sick, maybe somebody comes and has a um, with me, you know, and then that's their thing. And then they go deeper. But when you stand up and say, look, no, I want to walk again. I want to I uh, uh, run again. I wanna, I, I'm going to change and eat healthy. 
also the fact that before, uh, and I saw it with myself, I started not to eat healthy anymore. I didn't go to the gym anymore. Uh, I didn't want to talk to people anymore. And that was a, a big, um, yeah, that was like an avalanche coming down on me. And I had to get help. And I'm telling people today also, if you feel like you can't move on on your own, get help. Mm. It's, a, it's the first step. Get in the zone. It's a big thing, you know, when you, when you get in a zone, if I get in a zone that, let's say I want to go skiing, I get in my skiing zone, I know what I need. I need my gears, I need my snow boots, I need my ticket for the ski lift, I, I need my skis, I need my ski poles. I need to get ready. So what do you need to, to do so you can get ready to move forward, forward and have a thrive to, to live an uh, exciting life? It doesn't mean you have to go on the moon, but uh, what is exciting to you? Start thinking now. What would excite you? What would you like to do so you, you, you get up and uh, move on? What is that? Can you see yourself just doing in your imagination what you always wanted to do? See it. And then commit to it. Take action. And be disciplined. You know, just going once to the gym doesn't mean you're healthy. You just went once. Discipline. Every day. Make a plan. A plan is very important to do. And then with that plan, you, you make a life change your life will change it's all in your mind and i learned that and when you say make a plan barbara how do you mean how detailed should you go with that plan okay i say just as example um and that's exactly the plan is being in the zone i say today uh okay i'm going i'm going to do bike i'm getting up at six o'clock in the morning have my coffee or my breakfast, prepare my um, lunch or my snack. I need electrolytes. And then I need to go and get my bike out, make sure everything is intact. And then I'm, I'm biking from, from home to the lake. That takes me maybe a half an hour or two hours. Whatever it takes you, might take somebody an hour, maybe you take two hours or only half an hour. And once I'm at the lake, just imagine how you will feel after that bike ride. You're going to sit down and have your snack, your, your lunch, your picnic, or your electrolyte. How will that feel just in your imagination once you're there? Then the plan is in your mind. Now you have to take action and you have to do it. I love what you're saying there because it's you, you visualize what it's going to be like. So that, that almost gives you a little bit of a, you know, like a, like a kick. Yeah. It it brings you a step ahead. And that's in life. It's a, how do you, do you want to get older? Look, we, we, are, we are getting older every day. There's no doubt. The day you're born, you're, tomorrow you're a day old, and you're two days old. But that's a pleasure because you learn every day something. Then you become a toddler. Some you can walk and 
you want to go to school, you want to learn, and then suddenly it becomes when you get older, oh, I've, I've learned reading, I've learned writing, I this, but there are many other things to learn, to catch up. And I see it with myself. Look, if I would have just say, okay, I'm just getting older, I don't want to learn how a computer works, I, I don't want to learn uh, emails, I don't want a cell phone, you can really get stuck. We have to adapt, and what we we have, we have to make the best out of it. We can create. We need to create our own life. Don't let anyone else creating your life. Then you're nearly in a good position because then they can take control of your life. We have to take control of our life. Well, I guess everything it, is good in balance, moderation, and moderation. It, it seems like it goes back to what we spoke about a long time ago and that is boundaries putting up those boundaries yep. um Absolutely. like you said nobody should be telling you what you should be doing or what you shouldn't be doing uh, but you allow that <laughs> you know if you don't put the boundaries oh up. yeah i say we recreate our own problems yeah. instead of then we sink into the problem instead, instead of looking for a solution and and searching for the best outcome for the best scenario. Why don't we thinking of the, oh, the worst scenario would be? And you already, in the, already when we say, when I say, oh, I'm looking for the best scenario, but then I say, oh, I'm looking for uh, the worst scenario will be. You see the way I'm talking? You hear, you hear that? Time my voice goes up with the positive and the negative, goes down. That goes directly in our con- unconscious mind. But if we're looking for the best scenario, the unconscious mind will look for the best scenario. It's what we think will happen. What we concentrate will happen. What we focus on will happen. Mm. So why always focus on the negative instead of on the, on the positive? And we can switch our thoughts. We're, we're in power of that. It's our thought, what we think. So if I have a negative thought, I say, oh, no, that's not, mm, that's not what I want. If you linger 90 seconds in a negative thought, you have become a very negative person. If you catch that thought immediately and say, hey, no way, I'm going to be, I'm going to to walk this mile. Even if you say I can't, I will. Even if it takes me an hour, I will do it. I'll do it. And then you see yourself, you see, I'll, I'll do it, and doing it, I did it. I'm and seeing from you, it's so important to set the intention. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's a, you know, you, we don't see it when we think negative, but you are setting a negative intention. And what yep. do you think the outcome is going to be? <laughs> it's going to be negative. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, no. It's uh, what I say. It's what you focus on, you get. I, I went for golfing, and I'm not a good golfer. <laughs> Mm. So I had a I had a caddy, and he told me there is hole nine. It's over there, and he's talking on on the other side, on the right side, on me. But the hole is on the left side. And since I focused on him, well, the ball went towards him. <laughs> That's what it was. Yep. So how do we? And you know, we've already identified and how important it is to have somebody 
on your side to walk you through all of this, Barbara. If somebody wants yeah. to start the conversation with you, and I love the fact that you are so grounded, have so many different modalities from hypnotherapy, NLP, of course, life coaching, and more to to help people. Uh, is it a free consult if they reach out to you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, um, you, you can call, I mean, you can uh, go on my website. Sorry, I just lost my train. <laughs> you can go on my website, barbarashidegood.com. You can contact me there. Or you can call me, or I, I rather have texting than calls because then I see it immediately. 310-795-7917. I'll talk to you and figure a way and you see how I can put you in the right zone. And I'll remind everybody it's Barbara S C H E I D E G G E R. Barbara Scheidegger dot com. Barbara, thanks for being with us today. Enjoy the snow. I'm so, oh, I will. It just it, it sounds wonderful, especially ten thousand feet up and yeah. just just a great place to be. Um, Absolutely. And, and there's no reason why we all can't be doing that, thriving in our own in our own special ways that support us. Uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you again. Sounds good. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was going to do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. Just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.